Hello, and welcome to this somewhat impromptu profile episode of the History of Yugoslav Football podcast. As we are currently in the grips of the coronavirus pandemic, um, we are changing the schedule slightly, um, primarily owing to the fact that I myself am currently in self-isolation. This, as per UK guidelines, is meant to last two weeks, obviously, potentially more, depending on how badly Boris messes it up. Let's be honest. As such, we'll be releasing episodes each Tuesday and Thursday for the next upcoming few weeks. We, I do have enough scripts in the can to be able to maintain this for the remainder of my uh, enforced quarantine. Uh, and hopefully, by the time uh, that that period of isolation has been completed, we will be back to having some football. For those who are unaware, currently, all football in all areas of the former Yugoslavia has been cancelled. Um, everything was cancelled before uh, the previous weekend, so we're talking weekend 14th and 15th of March, except in Serbia, uh, who played their games last weekend. Uh, however, they have suspended the championship indefinitely uh, on Monday, partially because the head of the Serbian FA actually contracted coronavirus, uh, which I'm sure put some urgency into their thinking. But today we're here to talk about the man who, on whom the great club of Vojvodina was more or less built on, Todor Toja Veselinovic. Born in Novi Sad in 1930 and growing up learning the game with a tennis ball on a cobbled street near his home, Toza joined his local club in 1948, then known as Sloga Novi Sad, before they became the be- name they are best known as, Vojvodina, in 1950. One year later, Toza would break through into the first team, scoring 7 in 22, as Vojvodina broke through into the big four. In many ways, the story of Veselinovic follows that of the club in this decade. That breakthrough season for the club was the launch pad for Toza to get a move to Partizan for a season. On travelling with Vosa to a game in Uzice, he was ordered to leave for Belgrade and for military service in the army team, scoring 50 in his fi- in 53 games in his season there. As soon as that obligation was complete, he returned to Novi Sad and to Vojvodina for the most fruitful spell of his career. It was a spell that was almost prevented as the army attempted to extend Torza's national service to keep him at Partizan before political threats to take it directly to Tito to solve the matter made the army club back down. In the following eight seasons, Vojvodina would reach second in the league Metropa Cup final, and Toza himself would be the top scorer in the league four times, including three times in a row from 1956, captaining the team for much of that spell. All in all, across 546 appearances for Vojvodina, he would score 586 goals, 
130 of which were in the Yugoslav First League. In the national team, it will be 28 goals and 37 appearances, in an era where the depth of striker available to the national side was perhaps the strongest of any point in history. Famously, he would score a hat-trick in Cardiff against Wales, having only come on for the second half, and also score a hat-trick over Austria in Vienna. Through this period, he was considered the best player in the league not wearing the shirt of one of the big four. When we've touched on the likes of Vukash, Bobek and Mitic, they've been those first purely post-war legends of their respective clubs. Icons of that first era in which footballers were easier to see, to hear from and to access. Veselinovic was to Vojvodina what those players were to their respective clubs. His playing career would be rounded off with the usual mid-30s nomadic lifestyle of players at the time. First a season at Sampdoria, then to first Vienna, a season in France, two more in Austria and a final season at 37 at Proletaire Zrenjalin before moving into coaching. Toza would be contacted by his international teammate Dragoslav Sekularac to ask him to take over Shecky's club at Santa Fe picking up the Colombian title in his time there. After Santa Fe, he had a year as Colombia manager, a short spell in Ecuador before returning to Europe for the longest spells of his coaching career. Three years at Voivodina, challenging for the title as a club that was much changed thanks to his old Vosa teammate Vujadin Boskov, culminating in Toza leaving just prior to the club winning the Metropa Cup. After three years back in Novisad, he left for three years in Athens, rebuilding Olympiakos and culminating in a Greek title win. The result would be a chance at taking the Yugoslav national side to Euro 84. However, his was a spell marked by negative tactics and regular chopping and changing of the side, seeing them lose all three group games at the tournament, including an embarrassing 5-0 hounding by Denmark. Following his failure at the national team, he would spend the remainder of his career between 1984 and 1998 in relatively short spells at Greek and Turkish clubs. Of most note were his two Turkish titles with Fenerbahce during two spells at the club in the mid and late 1980s. He retired from management in 1998, aged 68, due to feeling unable to physically take the burden of training sessions. In retirement, he managed to win the lottery, ensuring him a comfortable life in his adopted home of Athens, dying there aged 86 in 2017. Vojvodina would not be the legendary club it is today without Todor Veselinovic. He was of Novisad, partook in the stereotypically Novisad pastime of keeping pigeons, to the extent of being accused of a lack of attention on the field if a flock was flying over, and gave a region that needed a symbol of its own after the horrors of Magyarization in World War II, the icon that it so badly needed. Thank you for listening. I hope you and yours stay well during this time of uncertainty and unrest. I'll be here for you next time.